Hello, my name is Ella McLeod and I would like to welcome you to this podumentary about people who have been ameliorating lockdown. Podcast, documentary, get it? Now, you might well be thinking, what on earth does ameliorating mean? I was in exactly the same boat and I didn't even know that the word existed, let alone what it meant up until a few days ago when I was deciding the name for this podcast. Ameliorating essentially means making the best out of a bad situation. So throughout this podcast, I'm going to be talking to four people who have been making the best out of the lockdown period in different ways from dressing up as princesses and other fairy tale characters to looking after cats during these unprecedented times. Now, I think it's best to get real for a minute before we get into our first interview. Regardless of where you are in the world, how old you are, what you do, this pandemic has had a devastating impact on everyone. We can no longer go outside freely, which means that we can't see anyone outside of our household, causing a lot of people to be feeling particularly isolated and lonely, especially if they live on their own. Long story short, I think it's fair to say that everyone is going through it one way or another at the moment, whether they choose to admit it or not. In fact, about one in four adults in the UK have felt loneliness during lockdown, which does raise concern about a long-term risk to mental health issues. Chit Chat Britain is a non-profit organisation that was launched the week after lockdown began. And its purpose, put simply, is for people to phone up and connect on social media to talk about whatever may be on their mind. I managed to arrange a Skype interview with the founder, Lewis Baxter, to ask him about the background and inspiration for setting up Chit Chat Britain. You've reached Chit Chat. Our mission is simple, connecting the nation through conversation. We're not a helpline, but we are here to have a positive chat and keep conversations going. We are in very, very challenging times at the moment and what Chit Chat wanted to create was a safe space for people of all backgrounds up and down the country um, to have a chat, have a conversation and connect with others. So it's a very, very simple mission. Our mission is to connect the nation through conversation. Um, We launched in late March after a very quick turnaround of our brand and getting our team together to launch the concept. But essentially, it's all about providing people with a place to have a chat with others. So we have a phone line and we have a social media hub that connects people as well. How do you think that has helped people during the lockdown period? I think talking generally really does have have its benefits. We know that talking can help tackle some some, uh, mental health issues that we all face, uh, especially in these stressful times. Having a chat can open doors and unlock unlock these conversations. Loneliness and isolation as well has been really pressing during these times. And we've seen more and more people, you know, not be able to go out the house, not be able to meet others in, in the lockdown and the government guidelines. So I think it's just helped people to um, have a chat with others. And it's also helped me and helped our team to actually do some good as well um, and put our, our time, spare time to use and make a difference. So, so far we've taken over 275 calls um, from different people up and down the country, connected with a lot of people on social media as well. And hopefully this is just the start of it. As I mentioned earlier on in the podcast, no matter how old or young you are, you will be affected by this pandemic. It's an uneasy time for everyone, but this next organisation that I found out about focuses on making the lockdown easier for children. 
Ever After Tales is a non-profit children's dress-up organisation based in Bill, North Wales that has been set up during lockdown to make life that little bit easier for the little ones. I caught up with Erica from Ever After Tales to ask her about the background and inspiration for the project. So me and my friend Maddie set up Paige. Initially we were going to start a business and Maddie had the idea to start giving out free video messages from fairy tale characters for children in isolation. And because we wanted to start the business, um, we both thought it would be a good idea to come together with the characters that we already had and start making these free videos. So we've both had a big love for children's entertaining. We've got 10 years between us. Myself, six, and Maddie, I think she's around about four or five years, and both owning our own businesses before. So, like I said, we want to bring that idea together, and we've actually got worldwide with this. We've made over a thousand videos, and whilst the videos are free, we're asking for donations for the NHS. Why did you think that it was so important to start the project online during these unprecedented times rather than waiting until afterwards when you could monetize from it so we thought it'd be a good idea because obviously during lockdown there's going to be a lot of people struggling and one of those people are children because they're going to be taken out of school they're not going to be able to see their friends or their family it's a massive change for them and the idea was to make videos of their favorite characters doing um things in isolation so it seemed more familiar for them and not so strange of a changing routine and who doesn't love to see their favourite character saying hello to them. <laughs> oh hello Maddie, hi from Lottie and Isla, hello Lottie and Isla, hi from Tali and Sienna, hello I hope you're having the best day ever, thank you for joining me today everybody. What do you think is the most popular character that you do? So, of course, uh, our most popular character will have to be the Ice Princess and the Snow Queen. Um, these are definitely a favourite amongst children. But also our Spidey Hero, he has been very popular. We had a waiting list of, I think it was four weeks, um, for somebody to get their video he has been super busy making lots of videos. <laughs> Hi everybody, it's Spider-Man. Here at the Avengers Mansion, we've been preparing for our next battle, but I've just heard that there's a battle going on right now. The battle doesn't need me or the Avengers. The battle is going to be won by the superhero team called the Key Workers. They are superheroes in disguise, and it's a reminder that not all heroes wear capes or shoot webs. I hope you're all staying safe, and I'll see you later. The next person that I'm going to be talking to is Sam Tate, who is part of Whiskey and Beards, which is an independent poetry publishing company. And he's going to be telling us a bit more about Whiskey and Beards and what they've been doing during lockdown. <laughs> 
So Whiskey and Bids is a publishing company based in the town of Margate in Thanet. Um, the company was founded in 2015 by Connor Sansby with the intention of helping fellow creatives succeed, particularly those within the local area, with sort of one main principle, which is we believe that authors should be treated and compensated fairly for their work and have an adapted, a more flexible model of publishing to the ones that aim. In 2019, Whiskey and Bids was shortlisted for Most Innovative Publisher in the Saboteur Awards. Um, we also received a special mention in the same category this year. Um, in, in terms of during the lockdown, with local venues, pubs and theatres closed, poets have been hit very hard. With this in mind, Whiskey and Bids Publishing have set up Winchester Fest, a digital streaming festival providing daily broadcast, broadcast of performances, workshops and talks from poets not, on, uh, not only all over the UK, but also spanning several different continents. I, I'm very excited uh, to be here, um, frankly performing performing poetry in the in the comfort of my own bedroom is is actually something I do a lot. I just usually perform it to myself as opposed to anyone else. Um, but yes, this is this is my room. Welcome. Um, my name's Sam. Um, today I'm going to be performing the uh, the debut performance of my first ever collection of poetry. It's called it's called Opium. This is it here. It's very exciting. Why do you think that it was so important to launch Winchester Fest online during lockdown? Well, our aim through Winchester Fest has been to create a platform for the poetry community to come together and create something positive from the crisis. Isolation is a, a very new challenge for many, taking away many of the social events and opportunities that were available before. Particularly on the poetry scene, where mental health issues are so prominent, Whiskey and Beards wanted to host an event that could bring poets and poetry lovers alike together to support each other through this tough time. Um, and although some of the lockdown measures are, are starting to be eased at this point, many, especially the vulnerable, are still facing these challenges. We are also yet to hear when venues will give them the opportunity to open again and in what manner they will eventually be opening. Um, until lockdown is over, we aim to keep running Winchester Fest and supporting our community. So the next one is called Tattoo. Uh, so it's actually about this one here. Um, so I, I got this, it was about a couple of months after my 18th birthday and it was like, it, it wasn't my first tattoo. I've got like this tiny little diddy one, um, but this is the first like proper one I had and we sat for four or five hours. It was a really long experience and I am not good with pain. I don't like it. She sat with me in the, in the tattoo studio for that time and um, it's, you know, it's, it's something I always look back um, you know, even with it with it there, it's something that always connects me to her. Um, so this is, is it's just called Tattoo. You sat with me for hours as the needle scarred my arm with ink. I wished on the blood dripping down my chest that our love would be more permanent and less painful than the roses cut into my skin. 
finally, what do you think has been the most rewarding part of organising the festival? So it's a really hard thing to narrow down. It has just been an incredible experience, but I think my main answer is twofold. Firstly, hearing that people have found Winchester Fest to be an instrumental part in getting them through the lockdown and keeping them connected to the outside world, it's been amazing. That is exactly what we set out to do. Secondly, Winchester Fest has enabled us to create opportunities to support artists in their career. We have hosted several poets who have never performed before. We've held events hosted by people who have never done that sort of thing. Even in the team of poets producing Winchester Fest, we have two poets who have never produced a single event, let alone a festival of this size. It has been and will continue to be an incredible opportunity and something I'm very proud to be a part of. Last but by no means whatsoever least, and a little bit closer to home for this one, I'm going to be having a talk to Batar and Puff's very own Shelley Gates, who has been fostering cats during the lockdown period. I can say hello to her now, actually. Hello, Shelley. Hi, Ellen. How are you? I'm good. Surrounded by cats and scratches, but it's going well despite the madness of lockdown. So can you tell me a little bit more about what inspired you to do the fostering of cats? I grew up with cats. I've always wanted to foster them because I'm a massive commitment phobe and I move around a lot. So I've never been able to say, yeah, that's fine. I'll take a cat for 14 years because I like to hop in the car and head down south for a weekend at a moment's notice. So I phoned up the RSPCA and it turns out they were next door and I had no idea. Called them up, said, I work from home anyway. It was a couple of days before lockdown, but we knew it was coming. And I said, look, I know what's going to happen. I know that unfortunately there's going to be a lot of sort of the older generation. We're going to lose quite a few of them. And I knew that there'd be some homeless cats and there always are anyway. So I called up. We had a really good chat. She asked about my experience, which I've got buckets of from the past. And I had Miranda, a small black and white cat, about four years old, arrive the next day. Would you say that fostering cats over the lockdown has helped with your state of mind and made you feel a bit better and a bit more positive? It has because it's grounded me quite a lot. Now, obviously, like I have a son already. That's something that grounds me as it is. But during the lockdown, things have been so different for him. These cats have no idea about the lockdown. They really don't. So looking after them is more challenging, weirdly. And it gives me more purpose than I already have. It means I have to meet at a socially distanced level in the car park to collect more food and things for them. They're all provided by the RSPCA. And it it just gives me like a job, again, on top of uni work and my actual job, it's just something else that keeps you sane, no matter how crazy a very young kitten can drive you at times. Sadly, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope that this podcast has made you feel even the slightest bit better about the abominable situation that we're currently in. Also, a big thank you to our contributors. Lewis from Chit Chat Britain, Erica from Ever After Tales, Sam from Whiskey and Beards, as well as Shelley from Salford. I've been Ella McLeod, and I mean, I still am. However, this has been a ameliorating lockdown. <laughs>